Welcome to the Marketing for Startups podcast. If you're trying to figure out marketing for your startup, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, we go high level, looking at the intersection of branding, data, and leadership to offer you a marketing playbook to grow and scale. Join me each week for in-depth interviews, tactical advice, and practical trainings. Hi, I'm your host, Victoria Hajar, veteran marketer and startup enthusiast. I promise to bring my experience and curiosity to each episode Then together, we'll peel back the onion on this ever-changing discipline that is marketing. I'm so happy you're here. Let's dive in. How to create a style guide uh, for your digital marketing content. It's a topic I'm super excited about, so I'm really, really stoked to be chatting with uh, you all about this topic today. So... Let's go ahead and get started. Um, I want to tell you before we begin that I do have a template for you guys to follow along with and to use. So what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to give you a little background on how I developed this template and this process. And um, hopefully it will help you all uh, in figuring out maybe why your content's not feeling right per se, uh, in connection with the brand. So I have been, uh, I'm the founder, uh, co-founder of Ugly Ventures, but way before Ugly Ventures was born, I started out consulting, uh, and built a agency on my own. And it was, uh, incredible learning experience. And through that, I had quite a number of people on my team that helped um, manage certain parts of the marketing department. And so I had a graphic designer and a web, uh, web designer and a content marketing manager. And one of the really challenging things that me and the team went through a few times was we'd be working with a client, we'd get going with the content, um, we'd be pumping out social media content and creating content calendars, and then at some point there would be uh, some vague remarks that would come up of basically the founder or the client saying, or one of the stakeholders saying that the content on social media, particularly Instagram, doesn't, doesn't feel right. And so, of course, us and the team would scramble to create some reports, performance reports, we would put together mood boards, we would ask the client what some of their inspirational um, feeds that they like are and try to manipulate the content retroactively in order to satisfy the client's or share uh, stakeholders' needs. So maybe you've gone through this before, maybe you... Um, maybe it's you as a founder and you have a social media manager that is just not quite producing the content that you think is in sync with what the brand is, or maybe you're working closely with a social media manager and you're trying your best, but you have a stakeholder that's telling you that it doesn't feel quite right. Um, and that the Instagram is not good enough or not beautiful enough or whatever it is. And so from my own experience and the frustration with that process, because the reality is, is, you know, nine times out of 10, the client, um, 
doesn't quite know how to articulate exactly what they feel is not right with the feed. And of course, of course, this applies to all of the digital marketing, but I find that people tend to focus a lot on Instagram. Um, I think it's because a lot of people are just on Instagram, but there really is, it's really hard to pinpoint exactly what about it doesn't feel right. But you know, you know, when you're looking at something, if it feels right or wrong. And so through the pain that me and my team have gone through, we, we went through this with more than one client and it's, it's really painful and rarely does it, uh, get solved sort of, again, retroactively putting together some guides and, and trying to get that aesthetic, right. It also is really ineffective because when you take the long view and you step back and you realize what the purpose of the social media is and all of the digital content, it's really less about pleasing a stakeholder or even you as the founder. It's, you know, everyone has their personal preferences when it comes to uh, Instagram or when it comes to visuals. And so scrambling to sort of please everyone um, with what is going on in the digital marketing space is very difficult. And I find that that process, in my experience, the process was very disconnected from the target client. It became, um, and you know, and again, several times that I went through this process and it was painful and so scary because everyone thought that, you know, each time something like that came up, everyone would feel like they'd, you know, they'd lose, we'd lose the client. And actually on one occasion we did end up losing the client. And so it was a big lesson to learn. Um, and it made me think, you know, why, why did that happen? And, you know, how could I have prevented that or how can I prevent that in the future? And that's when this process came up. And so creating uh, a content style guide at the beginning of an engagement with a client or at the beginning of building your company or at the beginning of going through the branding process right, or when you've just finished the branding process, before you hire a marketing manager, um, or when you, you know, when you first have someone handling marketing on your team, this should be one of the first things that you do. And I will explain why. Um, when we go through this process of the style guide, the content style guide, what we're doing is giving some parameters on how we're going to bring the brand to life. Nine times out of 10, when you're creating a brand with a graphic designer, if you're lucky and you have a good graphic designer, they'll deliver to you a brand Bible at the end of the engagement. And the brand Bible is a really important document that I'm surprised that not all graphic designers do deliver. And a lot of founders who are not you know, that aren't really into marketing, maybe wouldn't ask for it. But the brand Bible, of course, you have your logo, you have different versions of your logo. Um, you have fonts, you have colors. Uh, a lot of times they'll add pieces about the mission statement, hopefully your brand pillars, your values, all of that stuff. And if you've recently gone through a branding exercise and you don't have all of that, uh, send me a DM on uh, LinkedIn, and I can walk you through the process 
it's it's a really important process. But you definitely want to have uh, your brand be very multifaceted, and you want to think through all of these things, right? The mission, the vision, the values, all those things. I'm sure that you have. But the problem is with these style guides, while usually they do have some parameters for how to use visuals, like um, showing you you know, how images should be uh, used, maybe you think a little bit about filters or kind of the style of photo imagery to use on your website, there isn't a heck of a lot about what content to create for social media and digital marketing. Now, obviously you need to use your website as a jumping off point and everything should be really congruent with your website. So you wanna make sure you spend a lot of time getting your website right. But social media and the rest of digital marketing, email marketing, it's just so dynamic, right? And And there's just such a large volume of content that needs to be produced and how much you're communicating with clients that you know there needs to be a really um, uh, a, a really clear set of standards and guide guidelines for you to instruct your social media manager. Um, and so I'm not I'm not going to dig into everything today. And it, as I said, it's a five part series. So what I'm going to do is sort of go through the template that I created, the content, so we can talk a little bit about each section. And again, if you haven't downloaded that, you can head on over to unclyventures.com backslash style guide, and you can download the free template. Um, But let's walk through the sections. And in later episodes, we'll go through uh, each each part section by section, we'll really dig into to what uh, you know what you should be doing to uh, make sure that you're up to speed with uh, everything you need to create the style guide for yourself. So first and foremost, when we're developing our content style guide, we want to look at our messaging strategy. Okay, so what this really means is why are you creating? content you know what's the purpose of the content that you're putting out you know why you know what are you trying to communicate to your clients and why it's so important because a lot of times businesses especially ones that aren't particularly lifestyle focused okay we're talking about real you know every other kind of sector besides lifestyle but usually it's sort of an afterthought. Social media is being done because it has to be. And usually, you know, yeah, we want to communicate some important sales messages, some pieces about the brand, but it's really important to step back and think, you know, what is the strategy behind all that we're doing here? You know, how are we connecting all of the pieces between the email marketing and the social media and the promotions and the campaigns, all that stuff. So we're going to dig a little bit into that um, on the next episode. All right. So that's the first section about what is the, the messaging? What is the message strategy? The next thing we talk about uh, is voice and tone. And we want to be clear on, you know, how do you want your brand to be perceived through the copy that's being written? And I really want to emphasize the importance of the copy because I think sometimes we put a, a big precedent um, uh, 
on the visuals and we don't think maybe as hard on the copy but it's super super important so we want to look at at how is you know how do you want your brand to be perceived and then for the tone what tone does your content communicate right what what is the spirit of all of the copy that's being written um, so voice and tone are really important and in, in that episode which will be episode 10 um, we're also talking about formatting some formatting guide uh, some formatting guidelines so everything looks really uniform and really uh, really pulled together so you don't have you know a bunch of different formats um, so it looks kind of messy so we'll touch on that um, after that we're going to get dig into the buyer persona and this is hopefully something that you've done for your business already, but we're going to talk about it in the context of your content style guide and how you should be creating your content uh, specifically for your buyer persona and how uh, exactly to do that. And then last but not least is the visual guides. And we're going to dig into what kind of uh, visual guides you should be sharing, examples, things like that download the template on the website, uh, uglyventures.com backslash style guide. Come check back in with me next week. And I know this is going to be a really important process for you and your business. Thanks. You did it. You made it to the end of the episodes. Thanks for sticking around with me and listening all the way to the end. I really appreciate you as an audience member and i hope that you found this helpful if you did like this episode it would mean so so much to me if you subscribed if you rate and review this podcast it helps other people know that this podcast has something worth saying it also would be super awesome if you could take a screenshot and share on instagram and tag me at ugly ventures u-g-l-i ventures v-e-n-t-u-r-e-s I am always so appreciative to hear from you and I hope to see you back here next week on the Marketing for Startups podcast.